Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. And greetings to you. Once again, we go back to Revelation chapter 21. This is Brad Zockel, and you are tuned in to the podcast that talks about heaven. We go into the scripture, and we take a look at what the Bible says about the future domain of God, uh, the future residence of the believers. And Revelation chapter 21 and 22 has been our subject a lot lately. And so let's go back into that. We've talked about the presentation of the new heaven and the new earth, as in John, uh, as he has been taking uh, the look at this in his vision. And he stepped into heaven in Revelation chapter 4 and verse 1, and he's been in there looking at judgments on earth. And then the final two chapters of Revelation have taken us right into the subject of where do we go? Why is it not the present heaven? We've been talking about that. Say, before I get started, I wanted to remind you that uh, on occasion, uh, it has been more regular now that we will have a pop-up Bible study around the country. And we've had one here in East Tennessee. Uh, we are going to be having it once again here in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. And then we'll be over in Greer, South Carolina. And then we're moving up into Cambridge, Maryland. I'm going to be having one later on in this year. And then about a month after that over in Salinas, California. Now, the reason I'm telling you that is if you are interested and having me come and speak to your camp or your retreat or your church, then you let us know, okay? And if you will contact us through brad at zulon.org, I'll be glad to be able to talk with you about that. Let's see if we can't get something together and have a real good Bible study together, and uh, we'll be able to see each other face-to-face, okay? All right, now let's get into Revelation chapter 21. And as I go there, Revelation chapter 21, you have 1,189 chapters in the Bible. And it's just about like that 1,187 chapters are the preface to the beginning threshold description of where we're going to be forever. And it's going to open up. And so the last two chapters really start the story. So we go to Revelation chapter 21, and we're talking about Uh, the description of the new heaven and the new earth. And the Lord says in verse 5, I'm making all things new. And then we come to a very intriguing passage here in verse 10. And an angel came over. And we see that in verse 9. One of the angels who had been a judging angel had been doing some work which was uh, not exactly pleasant. He had the seven bowls filled with the seven last plagues. Now he came over to John. It says, he came to me and talked with me, saying, come, I'll show you the bride, the lamb's wife. Well, we know that the lamb is Jesus Christ. We've talked about that, and that's a very powerful description in Revelation chapter 5, when the lamb, Jesus, showing the wounds of the crucifixion as badges of honor, goes over and takes possession of the earth, takes it away from all of the enemy's uh, devices and his control, and he takes that. So we know the lamb is Jesus in here. But he's talking about his wife. What's he talking about? Well, then, the next verse in verse 10. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. God has designed it and built it in heaven. 
brings it down as a presentation as if it's on a platter here, and that's the bride. All right, now, in John chapter 14, Jesus says, In my Father's house are many rooms, are many dwelling places. Well, this really is what God's house is, the new Jerusalem. He's going to be there. Revelation chapter 21 and verse 3 says that he will be there. He will be uh, with us uh, there. He will be our God. We will be his people. We'll dwell there. And so this is a description of God's house. The dwelling places for the believer are all here. But I want to point something out here. It says, having the glory of God, her light was like the most precious stone, like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. Now, you'll go on to the images on the internet and you'll see jasper might be a different color, might be a greenish. This is jasper. Jasper in those days would be, as close as I could tell you, it's such a bright white. It could be a diamond, but it's emanating. It says, according to the Greek, it is actually giving a glow from within. And in there, well, well, how can this place be illuminating itself? We didn't hear anything about electricity or wiring. Well, it's God's glory. They're both in here. These are not distinct from each other. This combines. It says, the glory of God, having the glory of God, her light was like a most precious stone. And you take a look and you're going to see this uh, really, uh, this whole point of having this light emanating and being powerful. Well, it comes out again in verse 23. The city had no need of the sun or of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminates it. The lamb is its light. And I was sharing this in another class that I was teaching, that in 1893, the Chicago World's Fair, called the Columbian Expedition, Exposition, I'm sorry, uh, was uh, presenting itself to the whole world. 27 million people came and saw this. Uh, according to the book that I'm reading, that at least half of them were from other countries, and they were there and just completely taken over. Different innovations and inventions were presented over all this acreage outside of Chicago. Uh, but the one thing that everybody talked about, you know, that above any of the inventions was the fact of the lighting. See, electricity was new. This is the time when Edison and Tesla were fighting each other over DC and AC current, and light bulbs were being invented in new and dynamic ways and different ways of electricity being used. And so the World's Fair was going to display lighting as never before, so much so that it was then known as the City of Light. That kind of dominated everything. They said, actually, people got emotional. The beauty was so great. And so the nickname of the World's Fair in Chicago was the City of Light, just absolutely fantastic in the wonderful ways it was presented I think about that because you read more reports about how beautiful the lighting was more than the actual inventions that were there. I think they actually introduced the typewriter at that uh, convention, uh, that expo as well. But you have this overriding this. And I think when you take a look at this, this is one thing that we'll see that will dominate the lighting, but not the physical illumination. Because it's told us twice here in Revelation 21, it's the glory of God. It's God's glory. And when you look in the Bible, every time that God's glory is to be explained or demonstrated, it's in terms of light. That seems to be how God wants us to see his glory, in terms of light. And I find something intriguing, if I can remember this right, Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 14 says this 
in a wonderful prophecy about the new earth to come. It says, in the new earth, the whole earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord, as much as the waters cover the sea, or actually make up the sea, as it would say in the Hebrew, that the glory of the Lord will cover the populace of the new earth. The believers will understand the glory of the Lord. It dominates everything. Our talk, our walk, our laughter, our eating, our celebrating, our sports in the new earth, all of these things will be uh, covered over by the glory of God. As a matter of fact, the scripture actually tells us there's another prophecy in Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 19, and it says there's no need of any night there because you will find that God is your glory and your Lord is your everlasting light. So I want you to think about this. You know, as children, we didn't like the darkness too much. There was a security in light, no matter how it was presented to us, in an incandescent bulb or in a fireplace, and, you know, maybe we were camping out. But we like light. It gives us security. It gives us joy. And this is, in a sense, is saying that too. You're having security. You're having love because God's glory is overlooking us. And so one of the great things that I see that we can enjoy in heaven is God's glory. And reminding you, as we talked about in some other podcasts as well, we're going to get answers to our questions as to why God did this in our life and why that happened in our lifetime and such. It says in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 10 that all things, the plan, the dispensation, the dispensing of this according to plan, is that in the fullness of time that all things will be brought together under heaven and earth, uh, to Jesus Christ. And what that means is, when the time is right, the fullness of time, when it's all right and ready to go, then all things, when we're in heaven, all things, meaning, it's kind of an accounting term, all of the figures will be brought together and then we will have things explained, why God's plan in his sovereignty was this way. And we'll talk some more about that. So I want you to um, keep these, these passages in mind that you can look up on your own. Revelation 21, verses 10 and 11. Revelation chapter 21, verse 23, no need of the light. And Isaiah 60 and verse 19, it is the prophecy, you will have God for your glory and the Lord for an everlasting light. His glory is the light that illuminates the heavenlies. Thank you so much. This is Brad, and we will talk in our next podcast uh, as we go into the many different scriptural references letting us know what heaven is about. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for joining us this week on Questions About Heaven with Brad Zockel of the Zulon International Bible Institute. Be sure to visit our website, zulon.org, to learn more about our Bible ministry. That's X-U-L-O-N.org. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, Questions About Heaven. Thanks, God bless you, and have a great day.